You're listening to What to Pray For by Sean P. Keenan, found at gettingtogod.com. This is another one of my favorite type of podcasts where I have absolutely nothing written for it. And I want to address this whole COVID-19 thing, but not just that. I also want to address general prayer. Um, Because I think so many of us just kind of miss out on some of the benefits you could get if you sort of tweak out your prayer technique. Now, I want to be clear to begin uh, that God, you can talk to God any way you want. You can take it any way you can deliver it. I suggest keeping it clean, that sort of a thing. I've written articles on this before. You can find them on gettingtogod.com about prayer. But, you know, God doesn't expect you to always be down on one knee with the other knee bent at a 90-degree angle to the east and this and blah, 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 blah. You can talk to God anywhere. You can talk to God in any mood you're in. You can talk to God in any state you're in. Anything you want to talk to him about, you can talk to him about. He's big enough to handle it all. Even anger. But I think a lot of what people pray for is pretty straightforward. And and, and I have spent almost my whole life going around the back and the sides and looking from things from top and the bottom instead of facing things head on and, and being more linear about it like I think most people are. Um, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not insulting anybody. It's just that the way I've lived my life and the turmoil that I've been through, I have been forced to not see things head on. I've, I've never really fit in in almost any one crowd, and I've always had to sort of make my own path and find my own way. And I find that to be an advantage. I think it's training. I think it it is something that God taught me to do, to look at things differently. And prayer is no different. Um, I do your standard straightforward praying, straightforward praying like a lot of people do. It's, it's, you do want to pray for, I, I like to pray for the people that I care about. You know, I like to pray for the people that are sick and that sort of a thing. Uh, COVID-19, this pandemic that we're going through is in my own lifetime unprecedented. And I know what a lot of people are praying for. A lot of people are praying for the doctors and the nurses and the medical professionals, you know, to bring them help and peace and energy and and, and resistance against the resistance, basically. And a lot of people are praying for the illness to go away. And a lot of people are praying for the people who are sick. And for the people who have lost loved ones, loved ones in this, those are all important things. I think we should be praying for those things. But I think there are some other things that we often don't pray for. And most people I know don't ever talk about them in prayer or when they're talking about prayer. Grace said something to Jewel. That is, my wife said something to my little three-year-old daughter the other night. And they were in prayer together before bedtime. We do this with Jewel. And... She told Jewel something that that really hit me that I thought was one of the coolest things I've ever heard. She said that with all this stuff and all these people sick and all these, these people that are getting angry over it and needing protection over it and that sort of a thing, the angels are probably very much extra busy right now. So Grace and Jewel prayed for the angels. 
And I thought that was a beautiful idea. And I thought that was a beautiful thing. So they, yeah, they're praying that the angels have extra help from God and the angels get rest and the angels receive extra energy from God and whatever else they need to, to do their work. Because I think they're in overdrive right now. And, I, and, and she's right. They have to be. Every person on this earth right now is affected by this pandemic. Every person on earth right now is under some sort of a threat. Every single aspect of life, from the physical to the spiritual, to the emotional, relationships, jobs, meals, everything, it's all being affected, it's all being changed, and it's all under threat to some degree. Now, I want to make sure that people understand where I'm coming from, and I am not belittling or derating anything that anybody's going through. And so I know that people are losing people to this pandemic, but I think there's a side of it that a lot of people are not thinking about. And that is, what is God doing with this? No matter where it came from, whether it came from a mistake, whether it came from nature, whether it came from the enemy, from the devil, whether it came from God, because quite frankly, it's all pretty biblical. A lot of the things that are happening in this world are highly biblical right now and, and fit with a lot of prophecy. Very deeply, very connectively, if that's not a word it is now. Um, there's so much going on that is changing everything and what to me a 45 year old who 20 years feels like nothing feels like it's happening in an instant and in god's time it is an instant in god's time it is a flash of light but i see god at work and i see god using this i see the playing field being leveled you get all these big businesses corporations that you know a lot of them are probably going to survive this if things aren't 100 completely different by the time we get out of this I don't know what the world is going to look like when this is done. This pandemic, these, this, this, all the other stuff that's going on. I don't know what the world's going to look like when this is done. But while a lot of us that are, that are poor and struggling just to survive and that sort of thing, a lot of us are like that, and Grace and I included. And how do I say this? It's, it's, it's a terrible thing. And in a lot of ways, it's a tragedy. But guess what? Everybody's under threat, remember? Everybody's being affected by this. That means that the people who are hoarding money and hoarding resources, and I don't mean the people that are like panic buying and stuff like that. That's a different subject. But I'm talking about the ultra-rich. I'm talking about corporations that make their money off of dishonesty and deceiving people into thinking they're wonderful beautiful entities when actually they're out there behind the scenes creating havoc for all of us, including themselves, in order to make a lot of money. Now, it's another sermon. I'll just put it to you this way very quickly. I have a very deep, serious problem. When I personally have worked with people like inner city kids who can't get school books, can't get art supplies, and down the road is a, is a $30 billion stadium being put up. I have a big problem with those kinds of things. I always have. That's one reason I told you in the beginning of this, I don't fit with a lot of groups because I say things like that. I say things like I have a problem 
when I watch personally children dying because they can't get the money for medical care or because nobody's putting the right amount of resources into trying to cure certain diseases. And at the same time down the road, there's someone who for some reason needs a $100,000 car or a $200,000 car. I have a problem with that. I'm not telling you that those people are awful, horrible people. I'm saying that things are out of balance. It's very simple. God never meant for our resources to be pulled into one community and taken away from another. My purpose here in this podcast is not to lecture people. I don't hate people because, really because of anything, but, but more specifically because they have excessive money or whatever. It's, it's everybody's got their own affliction, everybody's got their own addiction, and everybody deserves to be taken as a human being and have their story heard and have people understand them. Doesn't mean you don't change. Doesn't mean you don't change what you're doing. Because again, I believe that Christianity is not come as you are, stay as you are. It's come as you are, learn to grow into God's laws and the way he wants us to live our lives. But lecturing is not my point here. My point here is about the prayers that are happening right now. And again, while I think that what's been going on and what's been prayed for is, is beautiful, there are some things that we need to come around the sides and the back that most people are not looking at. Like Grace said, pray for the angels. There's something else that I've been praying for a lot lately during this pandemic. And because I see God at work and I see God leveling the playing field to some degree, and I see people starting to realize that, wow, maybe we're not all invincible and maybe that, that there's no group or, or any section of life that, is, that can be completely safe from everything. I see these people that are, that are, there are entire articles that are, that are being written and videos that are being produced about whole communities, communities of people who once believed that they were just fine no matter what they're doing and, and even didn't believe in God or Christ or didn't want anything to do with them. They're, they're joining Christianity. They're starting to read the Bible. They're starting to repent. They're starting to be apologetic about things and ask God for forgiveness and ask God to show them the way. I think that right there is one of the biggest things we need to pray for right now. We need to ask God. We need to pray for hearts and minds and spirits to be opened to the fact that number one, we're all susceptible to this and we all need help and we need help turning to God because I do believe that this is one of those examples of God screaming at us. I'm here, people. I'm not happy with the way you've been doing things. So pray for open hearts and minds and for people to return to the path home and to turn back toward the Holy Trinity. And the second thing about that particular subject is we're all, be put, we're all being put on common ground here. So all the hate groups that are trying to use this to destroy people and all the watchdog groups and all of the people who cannot let go of their anger and, and their hate for others and, are, and, and have this as a driving force, this pandemic is a driving force in that anger and hate, I'm praying 
that because we are clearly all being put on common ground, that we are all susceptible to this virus, and not just this virus, but anything that can happen in life, that those people be awoken. And that they see this as common ground. Instead of seeing it as an opportunity to harm people, see it as common ground. And turn around. I've seen it, people. There are plenty of people out there. Leaders of large hate groups. Members of groups like watches and community watches that are, that are into harassing people and doing things like that. That have turned around People that have started entire support groups for people who want to leave that lifestyle. Because when they want to leave that lifestyle, things get hard for them. So I think that's another thing we need to be praying for right now. That people see this as common ground. And that people see this and they, we can look at each other and say, you know what? Hey, that's, that's not someone over there who I should hate. That's someone over there who's in the same boat as me right now. There's something else that I often pray for, and even not during a pandemic, just as normal course of action. I pray for God, and I pray for Jesus Christ, and I pray for the Holy Spirit, and I pray for the saints, and I pray for the angels, as I said. But more specifically, I like to pray for God. And that might sound ridiculous. And to some degree it does, and I, and I understand that. But here's the thing. Let me, let me liken it to what my kid does for me. Um, my kid loves to take like little pieces of construction paper and scribble on them and cut the edges into fringes and take some ratty old piece of tissue paper and fold it over it sloppily and put a, a, a blank load of tape all over the thing and hand it to me. Look what I made for you, daddy. Do I need that? Do I need that to survive? Well, you know, part of me wants to say no. I need transportation. I need food. I need medical care. I need shelter. I don't need a sloppy little piece of paper. Part of me wants to say yes. Because even though she's not really done anything that I particularly or physically need done for me, she's done something amazing for my heart and for my spirit. And I think God can see it like that if we pray for him. And so I pray for him to feel this abundance of love from those of us who know we love him and know we know him. And I pray for God to feel the appreciation from everybody who just even that just says thank you for anything from him. And that that gets amplified for him. And I pray for the same thing for Jesus Christ and for the Holy Spirit, that people show their appreciation and, and develop their appreciation and that they can feel that, that God and Christ and the Spirit can feel that. And while to some degree, I think it's just a little kid doing something cute for their parent, in my gut, I feel like it's worth something to God. I don't know what, but I get a charge when I do it. I feel the rush of the Spirit when I do it. Pray for people to be smart, to stay in when they need to stay in, to wear masks when they're told to wear masks, to keep distances, because I'm seeing a lot of people just completely ignore all of the instructions that can help us beat this thing. Pray for the people that think that God and Jesus is going to cover everything for us, because they're not. 
we have free will and we have choices we can make and we can help ourselves and we can hurt ourselves. We can help each other. We can hurt each other. And I'm seeing a lot of people that, that are and I'm hearing a lot of stories where people are just being absolutely ridiculous. So pray for those people to be awakened before they have to have something show up so close to their doorstep that they can't ignore it. Those things that I've mentioned to pray for are not the limit. You can be creative and come up with your own things. Just think about the aspects of tragedy and things like pandemic and virus, viri, however you want to say it. Um, think about things like that from the back and the sides and think about the, the, the aspects of it that nobody else generally thinks about and pray for those things. Because I think that what that can do is help build sort of a net underneath of us that lifts us up. There is power in prayer. I've seen it countless times. I've gathered countless data points over this. Personally, I have seen people who should have died for a lot of medical reasons. People that were, that were on their deathbed and under any conventional system, they would have died. The prayer helped them. I have interviewed people that should have lost their lives but didn't. That 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 by any medical means, any any medical professional would tell you they don't understand how they survived. It doesn't make sense medically, but they survived. I have seen people's messed up lives to the point where people would just give up on them and say they're trash and throw them away and be done with them. And I've seen those lives get turned completely around and have those people turn into productive members of the society and, and, and have their lives become meaningful and clean and, and even joyful in a lot of ways because of prayer. And every time I pray, and when I know it's something for the greater good, and I know it's something that God can do, when I'm done, I just kind of smile and I say, you know what? I'm okay. I know what happens when I pray. So use it. Use it during this pandemic. Use it during any tragedy. Use it during good times. Be creative. Think about the things that are behind the scenes. Pray for what's obvious and pray for what's not obvious. And I think that as a, as a community, as a global community, as a universal community, we could see some better results. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to What to Pray For by Sean P. Keenan, found at gettingtogod.com. Find many more articles, videos, podcasts, and collections of information to help with the search of the soul at gettingtogod.com.